The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Je ne parle peut-être pas couramment le français, mais je parle couramment les culottes. Bonjour. <laughs> I'm drunk drawn. I draw for the girls, the gays, the theys, and also the League of Cool Girls. <laughs> I said girls twice, but you know I love the girls. Les poissons. <laughs> Bonjour, you guys. It's Andy. Je, je. La, pan quotidien. <laughs> I'm doing all the French that I know. La pan quotidien. Okay. Um, ça va? Ça va. Okay. Bonsoir. 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 Bonjour. Um, très bien. It's Andy's girls. Um, just in case you're curious as to what I, I think I may have said, my tagline, I may not be fluent in French, but I'm definitely fluent in sass. I love that. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Preparing you guys for a little flight I'm taking tomorrow to Europe. Um, but I'm very excited for the journey I'm taking in this episode. So welcome to one of my Bravo Holic pals, first time in the Clawfist, pop culture artiste, Ryan Casey, also known as Drunk Drawn. Ryan, how are we? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> the claws the clawfist is Thank a you. sight to see. I'm so impressed. I love it. Thank you. Do you it's like color said, coordinated. Thank you before you actually said what you're. Can you imagine if you were like, it's terrible? I was like, thank you <laughs> thank so you, thank you, much. Thank you. thank you so much. But it's beautiful. I love that thank I get you. to see the the clothes. Yeah. I get to stare at the clothes, you know? Thank you. And the Minkoff. And the, the, Urs Minkoff. the Ursula Minkoff. The Ursula Minkoff. Shout I want out that. Rob I Minkoff. might steal that. I might steal that. And I will <laughs> fight you to death yes. for it. I mean, there's no way she's leaving my oh humble my abode. I'm, that's awesome. She haunts me. She doesn't haunt me. She inspires mm -hmm. me as a fellow small business owner mm -hmm. who really does think that a woman's voice is paramount. Yes. There's a lot for us to learn and body positive. And who doesn't love a little shade of purple now and again? Seriously. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, you're an artist. You would know that better than I mean, me. I love purple. I'm into it. I, I mean, it. pink is really my personality type. Yeah. But I have gone to any number of Zara's yes. here in New York City looking for things that are black yes. to wear in Paris. Yes. Do you have a beret? I don't. What's trending right now? Like what? Well, I gasped in horror yeah. when I was talking to a friend who was just there who said, Everyone in Paris is dressing like Billie Eilish. And I said, oh God. Oh, yeah. there's no way. Because I, you know, I stand Billie. Yeah. Billie can do whatever she wants and I'll love her forever. But that is not... Uh, that is not an option. It's not what you're for made me. for. It's not what I'm made for. <laughs> I don't think that that is going to be my journey. Yeah. Although I would take like an Oscar. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to. Um, 
do that kind of like baggy, yeah, which is great. People love who it. do it, I love it. it. Yeah, I just can't do it. I can't even pretend to do it. Also, I don't wear pants. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm in like leggings right now, but I do not ever wear pants. I'm in yeah. dresses and skirts. And you have to be comfortable in that look. You have to really feel it not. and know it. And like when I was in Paris, I was like, you know what? I'm in Paris. I'm going to go to Supreme. So uh, oh, you know, I, like it's Supreme. too cool. It's too cool for me. But I was like, I'm going to go and just get a hat. I'm in Paris. You know, the line was short because there's always like a line. Ew, at ours in New York. It's yeah, like, it's I'm like, like crazy. What is happening here? Every time I forget that yeah. that's why there's a huge line. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I popped in, got a hat. I was like, okay, super, super. <laughs> so what is? So it's like I don't know Supreme or K I T H. What is that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I walk by it a it's lot like shoes. downtown. It started like with shoes, I think. It's like L A, right? Yeah, L like A energy. That's why I don't know. Yeah, it. and it's cool. It's has great stuff. Like I haven't okay. gone there in a while, but. I was into it when I lived in New York. I mean, I had a little bit of a panic attack buying a black coat because yeah. it's just not long. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's though. not my energy. I did just Amazon Prime a black scarf because yeah. my scarf is like bright gold. Like I really yeah. do want to look my version of cool. Mm -hmm. And then what typically happens when I come back from Paris is that I have an absolute panic of like, who am I now? Yeah. Now I want to be this person totally. all the time. And that lasts for like a good several hours. Or you'll be like, when you get to Paris, be like, oh, I'm moving here. You know, that do you get that? I do to the extent that if I did not have the clawfish, yeah, I would for like the last pre-COVID, mm -hmm. uh, during my like third trip, I said to myself, self, you need to figure out a way to like mm -hmm. not live in New York full time and genuinely try to figure out a way to be here more. Because I have friends who do that, who yeah. truly like get rid of your apartment. And if I can kind of do podcasting anywhere, anywhere then why not try to go to those places? I don't have the kinds of commitments or responsibilities that might prohibit or limit a person from just kind of doing the thing. So that's still in my head. Yeah. I think I'm reaching a point in my life where I'm like, I would love to figure that out, but I can never leave this apartment and I can never leave the office. I also am not allowed to sublet. So, okay. wow. So it's like, yeah, cool. You're paying the rent technically right now. How are you going to do that two times? You know, like that yeah. doesn't make sense. So I just need to figure it out. Yeah. Will you go on the apps when you're there and like look for, go on dates? Gentlemen? Yeah. Um, I don't. Because if you can find a rich boyfriend, then, you know. Well, here's the problem is that like I have accidentally been on like hinge dates with people who have money and it's just not, it I have work, nothing yeah. in common with them. And yeah. my sense of humor is like, LOL, you have a house in the south of France. Like, that's so funny. Like yeah. I'm not yeah, the yeah. I just it I just am not the personality yeah. type of like oh my god that's incredible I I don't know yeah I'm just a I'm just a girl from Rhode Island at yeah. the end of the day I just don't I think that's one if I had a friend who had a house in the south of France like yeah let's go there every hour yeah. let's New York one style yeah. with Sutton's private jet and whatever else but I just don't yeah you don't need that yeah I don't know I just don't like look at that that's yeah. not a priority for me yeah that's great I love that I mean I love that well. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know, I met her. She came to Connecticut yeah. and she went to like, um, well, I met her at BravoCon and she was so sweet, Lisa Barlow. And um, we just like, her, me and Heather were like kikiing. And then she was like, oh, well, I'm doing a, like a show. She said a show in a Connecticut. And it Lisa Barlow said she was doing a show yeah, in Connecticut? Yeah, but it, the show turned out to be like a signing at a at a, um, a liquor store. Oh. <laughs> I wish at the um what where she just at like the lab the creation lab the Wendy's creation what? lab yes I follow I I love Lisa Barlow she's so in I'm my like, top five yeah she's in my oh, top 100%. five hundred percent so I um 
So you're we, so lucky to be living in the time of Lisa Barlow. Yeah. So she DM'd me. She's like, you have to come. I was like, I'm definitely coming. It was like in Norwalk, Connecticut. So I like dragged my husband there. I was like, you have to come. And he was like, I, I'll go. Yeah, it's fine. So I was like, just like, like, um, so we get in line and it was like raining out and it, there was like a couple people ahead of me and I get there. I'm like, Hey Lisa. She's like, hi. And she was like, so sweet. Like remembered me, gave her a book. Like she was like, taking photos with the book and then she saw my husband whose name is Don and she's like hi Don <laughs> so whenever I do it all the time now to Don I'm like hi Don because she was just like everything in person and she gave me tea about the reunion before it even aired about Monica about Monica like saying like oh like she does something that she's never gonna come back from like like she pissed Andy off like it was just like crazy stuff how did she how did Monica piss Andy off by not I being think repentant? She sh- yeah, repentant. And she just, just shut down at the reunion. You know, in that last part, she just kind of like powered down and was like, and he was kind of like, come on, like, this is your chance. You know, like, he was really giving her like dangling a worm, you know? Yeah. And she, I don't think she took it. Dangling a carrot, yeah, honestly. Right. It's very Tyra Banks. We were all rooting for you. It was. Of, like, we want you to express some level of contrition so that yeah. you can remain on this show. And she could have done it, you know? Cause she could have done cause it. Because she was like an open wound on that show, you mm-hmm. know? And it was sad to see her just like retreat. How are you feeling about Heather these days? I mean, I love Heather Guy. Do you? I do. I love Heather Guy. Okay. I know. I know. I know. Like people are like, she lied about the black eye mm-hmm. and the and the production, like mm-hmm. you know. But I think she had like a really traumatic friendship with totally, Jen Shaw. Totally agree. Like that woman was abusive. Yeah. Like one hundred percent, and like a psychopath. One hundred percent. Sociopath. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Do you like, like uh, we need a new path. We need a new path. <laughs> um, listen, I'm not a mental health yeah, professional. I just I, play oh, one please. on TV. Yeah. Um, the thing with Heather is, and I got into this on a Patreon episode with um, my beloved, wonderful king of an editor at the Daily Beast, Kevin Fallon. We had this like wide ranging 75, 75 minute episode talking about like the Tom of it all and cancel culture and rage culture and what it means for like networks to stay silent and whose responsibility is it mm-hmm. when Bravo Lebs say and do wild things and like an inconsistencies there and it's one of those conversations where like he and I just like vehemently disagreed with each other at points which is my favorite kind of combo just as an outsider where I feel like people's views are typically represented not solely one person or the other but just like you might hear something that you agree with and i want you to hear it like yeah. it doesn't matter if it's from me i would sort of almost prefer it's from a guest like mm-hmm. i just want people to f- i want to hear different voices saying different things um and doing so passionately at mm-hmm. points but anyway um we did talk a little bit about uh watch what crappens mm. you know ben and ronnie oh, yeah, yeah. Who I, like, i've never met them but i love what they do. I hung out with Ronnie at BravoCon mm-hmm. and he is just a sweet, sweet angel of a man. I was walking behind him. I was going to go up and say hi, but I was like too shy. Because well, you and I were hanging up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I was like, you know, I was creeping around. Oh, yeah. So I creep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they did their Golden Crappies and had mo- nominated Monica for like, I don't even know what, uh-huh. like maybe personality of the year or something. And of course you're going to nominate Monica. Yeah. Um, but I guess Heather was upset that they had included Monica and spoken Monica's name or oh, whatever weird. and then unfollowed them. So they respond and I might be fucking some of this up, so I apologize, but they responded and said something, I think on a live, uh, along the lines of like, sweetie, like we also nominated a sandwich. Yeah. Which to me is like the 
funniest, yeah, best idea of how to respond because the whole thing with that awards show, from my understanding, is like it's all in fun. Yeah, like it's totally, it's bringing people together. It's like the nominations are like LOL jokes. Yeah. Like it makes and- me feel like Heather is going to do this whole path of, you know, uh, she got a lot of praise, deservedly so, but I'm concerned that she's now back into this kind of role of like you I get to kind of I want to see what I want to see yeah and I'm upset if you mention anyone else mm-hmm. the Heather that I know and it's like and I've watched and talked to is she's like she's very much like gets it you know she's in on the joke she doesn't take things too seriously so I hope it stays that way you know yeah it's hard because it's like I want her to remain the Heather of season one but Mm -hmm. that's so deeply unrealistic especially when a person is surrounded in in many ways by a majority of people or just many people loudly saying we love you Mm -hmm. you're great at this we support you we see ourselves in you how do you not develop an additional not complex but like an ego from that like i would how do you not go through that and say you know like sally field style like you love me you really love like it's just i just it it sometimes i feel like she has reacted to things in a way where it has become more about the ego than anything else but Mm -hmm. that also just might be my perception of it and like she's become a fabulous housewife (laughs) like the last season like it's like we can't we're not no one's taking that away yeah yeah it's just like I'm I'm here. I'm ride or die right now. Mm. <laughs> like I was so impressed by everything that happened. And the secrets that they kept, like those ladies really like played the game and it was really fun to watch. Yeah. Because even like yeah. at BravoCon, we were there and I was getting like little hints of to come, like mm-hmm. like what was going on with Monica and like the the online trolling and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just heard from like other fans and Bravoholics. So um you know, then I was watching. I was like, I heard about this, but it still blew my mind, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I can only, like, I was talking to like my small group of friends and like my little sister who watches the show. And she was like, that was so amazing. Like, ha- like they didn't know anything, you know? So it was, see, I wish I saw from that perspective of not knowing anything, you know, because it was such great television. Do I remember this correctly that when we were at the, whatever the name of it, it was like this year's Legends Ball. Like oh my God, what was it Andes, called? The Bravos. The Bravos. Oh, I loved it. Um, That you were talking to Salt Lake City, oh, yeah. the like, Salt Lake City girlies during the commercial breaks. Oh yeah, like right when I sat down, like Angie and Meredith were in like a row in front of me and there was, so it was yeah. an empty row. So I like slithered in and I was like, and I was like, I was like, hey Meredith, hey Angie. <laughs> and Meredith literally was like riding low in her seat and she's like, like I feel like she had a big jacket on with like mm, big yep. shoulder pads and she's like you're drunk drone and I was like yeah and she was like and Angie was like do you love me or hate me and I was like girl if I draw you I love you you know and she was so fun and she was like I love the one eye and like I was like yeah I was like I was like that's like my favorite thing I've ever drawn like Angie K as like a one it came to me in a dream like I literally woke up and I was like Angie with one eye I like literally woke up and like shot out of bed. I was like Angie with one eye. And like it was so fun because it was such an odd thing. But I feel like I made her beautiful in some way because I think Mm. she is a beautiful person. She is. And like I'm into her husband. I think her husband's so hot. And um, I'm giving eyes. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. 
So, okay, I have about 15,000 questions for you. First off, we touched a little bit on the ways that Lisa Barlow is potentially in mm-hmm. both of our top fives. Who is in your top five? Oh, this is going to be controversial, man. I love it. And it can be, just to set the stage, it can be the people you love to watch most on the show, your favorite people yeah. who are villains who just make great TV, people you want to hang out with, people you just... Uh, are fascinated by yeah. you get to choose and it changes all the time 100 yeah. you get to choose however totally. you want to define top five yeah They're, you know safe the clavis is a is a, a place of spirituality love and growth. It. you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i love right now it's barlow mm. erica jane yeah i know mm. erica jane loving erica jane mm-hmm. <laughs> i haven't watched um the hustler part two yet so <laughs> maybe it'll change mm-hmm. but maybe i won't watch it okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, totally. Um, and then I'm going to say, um, I mean, I love Candace. Love. Love Candace. Love. Um, I think she is very talented and she has great style. She's funny. She's very mean. She's very mean, mm-hmm. but I think she's getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I love Sutton. Mm. What am I up to for? Yeah. I have one left. You do. Use Ca- it wisely. Carlton. <laughs> Shut up. Carlton. Really? Yeah, bring her back. If <laughs> I want her on a girl's trip or just bring her back full time. Did you hear about Heidi Klum? Uh, that they're trying to get Heidi Klum for what? Beverly Hills. No. Yeah. Wait, that's, is she still that's doing America's Got I Talent? I don't know. Is she, that still a thing? I don't know. AJT? She has a new song out called um, Sunglasses at Night. She does a cover. Dude, it's good. You need to listen to it on the plane. You need to listen to it on the plane to Paris. Wait, Heidi And then I need to see you in Paris. <laughs> That's going to be an Instagram story is me in all oh, black. dude, it's good. Deep like, red lips. Sunglasses at night, Heidi Klum. I think I've heard rumors that they're trying to get her on Beverly Hills. Wait, <laughs> hold on. And did you hear about Robbie Williams' wife? That fell through. Oh, I would die yeah. for Robbie Williams mm-hmm. in background. Mm-hmm. I'll never get over that music video that terrified Rock me. DJ. When he was ripping off mm-hmm. layers of his so body. Good. That was scary, yeah. though. And that the, was genuinely scary. Yeah. And then the Nicole Kidman, Robbie Williams song. Remember that? Oh, from. Mm. Oh, was that Moon? It wasn't Moon Lover. No, it was the one with What's His Face where they're like swinging Something, 60s. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Oh. Right. What rumors have you heard about casting you, Beverly Hills? Anything? No, I haven't asked. I'm like the worst. I don't ask any questions. I don't ask. I, don't... I just like, like, I'm just like on deep, dark web, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like the shit I get served is like, what? Oh, can I tell you something that's everything, very funny? Everything. Um, so what am I follow? What am I followers? <laughs> <laughs> but this was honestly the greatest thing that's ever happened. Okay. Sent me the still from a gay porn. Right. And Love. These, and these two gays are so hot having sex on the bed. And behind them uh, is a my huge no. drawing no. of Lisa Barlow. I love that. And Shouldn't I, you get compensated for that? I don't care. I don't. Okay. I, At totally least a fine. copy of the video, no? Yeah. But I, so I was like, oh, my God, thank you for sending this. And I sent it. I sent it to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Andy, I've made it. And he said, dude, you've made it. I said it's like Bowen and Matt. They're like this. You've made it. <laughs> I was like, just so you guys know, like I've made it in my mind. And rule of culture. Yes, yeah, so this then, is a rule of culture. So then I printed it. Out. No, I actually saved it, cropped it, and then I sent it to Framebridge to get p- framed, so I could have it in my studio. Right, Framebridge, Logan from Framebridge. Shout out to Logan. <laughs> 
wrote me and was like, this is so we can't print. We can't print this. We love your business, but we can't print it. So can you go I feel to like CBS? some lady. I feel like some lady like was like <gasps> opened it at Framebridge like Inc. And was like, <gasps> so I'm sorry to Framebridge, but I don't know. I if... just have to do it myself. Or maybe I'll just do a painting of it. And then. Oh, the painting yeah. of it is like very meta. Yeah, honestly. very meta. That's the plan. But yeah, shout out to Adam Ram, I think his name is, and Ryan Russo. Are the um, the talent? Mm-hmm. Have you connected with them at all? Yes, I sent Adam a book, and then Ryan Russo was like, I want to trade something for, for the book. And I was like, let's just do the book. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, circling back to the fact that you're chit-chatting with Andy. So you bartended on Watch oh What God. Happens recently. Yes. What was that experience like? And what's do you would you consider yourself like friends friends with Andy? I'm getting like a friend vibe energy here. Well, I'm not like friends with him. It's, he's like he's very kind to me. I've like I did the, I drew the original logo of Watch What Happens Live, like that face of his. Like I drew that in 2009. What? Yeah. Wait, was I? I am it, so good at research and prep for if this. If you look in the first pages of my book, it's that it's like I did a timeline of all the things that I've done for bravo because like yeah wait a second okay we need to go through a full so like this illustration i did of like into no in like 2009 i like i that was like when danielle staub was the first episode of watch what happens live i watched it and i was like i was just getting into twitter at the time and i had this web comic called but you're like really pretty and so i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do this illustration of andy and i can just tweet it to him and this was so I like did the illustration and I tweeted him. He was like, oh, my God, I love this. So then Bravo called me and he loves it. We want to buy it. So they bought it. And then it like turned into the logo of the show like back in the day. And it was like on it's like on the shot glasses and stuff like Is that. Is it still there? Oh, it's still there. It's like it's not a, like it's still there, though. I was in the clubhouse and it's still on the signs. I OK, so you are just came to arrive to the office where I'm going to hold you here forever so okay. that we can record this as a 15 year long episode. So the name of your book, which you so generously gave to me and I gasped forever, it's called Drink Like a Housewife, Real Cocktail Recipes Paired with Intoxicating Art, which you wrote and illustrated. I mean, this is truly a work of art, Thank this book, you. but I absolutely did not know your origin story. It's that it's been ongoing for so I 15 know. years. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. So can you give me a little bit of a background into um, <laughs> Joe Zarin, diet, diet cocaine? <laughs> I can't. I, that's literally this is so much. Can you give me a little bit of a background both in your journey as an artist and the ways in which that first intersected with Bravo. Yeah, totally. Um, I went to school in Philadelphia for um, illustration and design. It was called University of the Arts, and it was amazing. Um, and I've been drawing like my whole life. Like I, my mom let me draw like portraits of my family members on the wall. Just like was very encouraging. Like was always like alone drawing. <laughs> it was just like what I did for fun. I and there was uh, there was this dude on TV. I can't, I've researched, I can't find him, but he used to draw cartoons. Okay. Um, and he, so I used to like sit in front of the TV and draw, you know? Okay. So, um, so I graduated from college and I always was doing like celebrity portraits in my, all of my work and during college and my teachers were like, this is, this is just fluff, whatever. So that always stuck in my mind, like, oh, it's just fluff, whatever. Um, so, um, I've always working towards to like make, you know, putting Easter eggs in my work and thinking about it and putting like things that tell like 
characteristics characteristics of the person in that drawing that like that lets the viewer know more about that person than I've like just done a little research on. Um, it makes a person more whole to me, and it's a lot of fun. Um, so. Yeah. So then I graduated from college. Uh, I was just doing like, I worked for like a zombie teddy bear company, did some weird shit. Yeah. It was really fun. And I went to comic cons and stuff like that. So I know that whole side of the, the game. And, um, so then I just was always drawing pop culture. Mm -hmm. And then by 2009, um, I got into Twitter. I was drawing Andy and stuff like that. And I started a web comic called, but you're like really pretty on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, I was just drawing celebrities and it was like kind of messy and i was learning it was like a learning process and then by 2013 um Collins par- published my first book called but you're but you like really dated the celebrity of hollywood hookups um i have all my shit is like hard to say like drunk drawn like it's very it's <laughs> i don't know why i do it to myself but it, that's what happens um and so yeah so that was on tumblr they published the book um it was a flop but whatever you know i i did i i wrote i illustrated it i learned so much and it was an amazing experience and and then i like shut down but you're like really pretty in like 20 uh like 16 i think and then just took some time off and then i think it was 2018 i did started drunk drawn and that was like i was i was always illustrating my full-time job like i was i worked for us weekly in rolling stone and i was doing like art direction and and then they were like oh ryan's a good illustrator so i was illustrating but it was very like um like safe and like i had to be like i if i draw this person it has to look like you know, Dua Lipa or mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, like it has to look at. So I, I wasn't having fun. I wasn't like exploring like, like what I love about people and mm-hmm. the weirdness of everything. So, um, so yeah, so I started drunk drawing. Like I was like, oh, I'll draw like the Real Housewives of New York after a couple glasses of wine. And it was like, oh my God, this is so fun. <laughs> like this is what I needed, you know? So I did that for a couple of months and I was like, oh, I sh-. and then it, like in the middle of the night, I woke up, I was like drunk drawn and I just bought, and I like didn't buy it, but I was like, you know, you get, you get the name, you secure, you secure it. And then, sure. and then I was like, oh, I'll just post them. And then I just did it. And then people started following it and they were all in black and white, you know, because it was easy to do. It was like quick and simple. And then am I too, talking too much? I'm obsessed with this. Okay. Talk forever. So, so that was like 2018. Um, and then I started working at Broadway.com. We love Broadway. So I was doing like illustrated interviews for them and things like that. Like I was doing like Judith Light. I got to meet Judith Light. She's a queen. Oh my I God. I have a voicemail saved from her. Oh still my, on my God. phone. Like I met the Cherry Jones. Like I met the best oh. Broadway people. Oh. Like, and you meet those people and they f- fucking touch your soul. Yeah. Like they're like so pure and like live in the moment and like just so special, you know? And so I was around all those people and it was so awesome in the pandemic hit. And at broadway.com, we had like 30 people on the editorial team and it was like so, we were in the groove. I was running the marketing team, the editing team, the editors, the um, video team, like all these amazing people. And then it was just like shut down. And so I lasted like through it, you know, I was like one of six people and, and like I was doing like charity shows and then, and then just like simple, like photo, photo corrections. And then by, I mean, I lasted a while, 2023, like the summer. Wow. Yeah. Three years. And like, I was like, you know, so I mean, I'm thankful to them. So, 
but like all that whole time I had time to really go back into my art and I was going to shut down drunk drawn. No. Yeah. I was like, gonna. I was like, I'm over it. Like I'm going to go into, I started cutting paper and like doing these cut paper things, like sitting in my studio, like little tiny pieces of art, like mosaics, like paper mosaics. I was like, I'm going to do this. And but this is the new me, blah, blah, blah. And then it just like crept. It was in my head. Like go back to drunk drawn. Like you, you can do this. So by like 2021, I think it was like, mm-hmm. I think I did a drawing of like Carrie Mulligan in, um, pretty that amazing movie where she kills yes dudes. yes 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 well it doesn't kill but holds him accountable right yeah 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 she kills someone emerald fennel <laughs> yes yeah yeah she kills anybody spoiler <laughs> alert lol <laughs> she's seeking revenge in oh, ways right, that right. like we stand right um so i think i did a drawing of her and then i was like you know i'm just gonna do a drawing every day and so i did that and um promising young woman yes love yeah. that movie that's great so um yeah then i just like, made a problem to myself i'm like i'm gonna draw something every day and then i just did it for to like like two two years a year i did it every day i think um close to that and then it clicked something clicked in me and i just kept getting better and i was like and then i was like f- turned 40 and i was like oh wow i'm like the artist that i wanted to be oh my god yeah so it was like really like you just have to you put those like 10,000 hours in i think yeah and like it was like you know it felt amazing yeah i am um, and i'm like so happy and i encourage everyone to like and that was the amazing thing about watch what happens live is all these people were started writing me and they were like like you inspired me to draw again, like just watching you and seeing you like get on the show and like, like, you know, and like, that's all I want to do. You know, it's like, you know, and yeah. And so, yeah. So are you focused on that full time? And do you, can people contact you for commissions? How does all of that work? Yes, 100%. I'm focused on it full time. I'm, st- I'm still doing stuff for Broadway and I have like other clients, but um, yeah, commissions are open. Um and yeah, and I'm I'm I want to I have goals that I want to complete. So I would love I want to work with everybody. You know, how would you define both your style and your eye? Interesting. I would say I mean it. Dis- I love distortion. Like I love yeah. I love like you know if you want to look at a photo of someone, look at a photo. Like I mm-hmm. like illustration to me is like you have like like finding your voice and and i love weird people i love like interesting people people have a story to tell you know like like funny people who don't take themselves seriously like that's huge to me because like you know it's literally just like i'm drawing a dumb like <laughs> dumb picture of you like do you just laugh at it? it's not that serious you know Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been 
an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. So it's, you know, yeah. How do how do you feel that people have responded to that, especially folks that you've drawn? Like, you know, you're friendly with several of the housewives. Is it immediate that they understand your humor, that this isn't a drag? It's, in mm-hmm. fact, a celebration and a celebration of a distortion? Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, some of them really get it. Like, the girls that get it get it and the girls that don't, don't. That's, like, something that I really, like, 
people and also like i started writing more on like because people encouraged me like right right and like you know i go i go ape shit when i write like i just like write everything everything's copy and like you know and like i'm having fun and i and i'm you know i try to edit myself it's all coming from a fun place um and it's wild it's perverted like i have a very dirty sense of humor so so <laughs> you know it's just like i'm just like throwing it all against the wall and see what sticks and like some people and some of the ladies get it like you know like yeah i don't know i don't keep tr- i mean i try to keep track of the ones that mm-hmm. like it and the ones that don't i mean teresa like doesn't i mean i i love <laughs> to draw Teresa Judice. Like there is nothing better. And Louie, oh men, men's right activist, Louie. <laughs> I forget who's, I didn't make that up, but somebody made it up. But I love, like someone called him men's right activist. I think it was on Bitch Sessions. They're one of their guests said men's right activist. And that's all, oh, that's all that's I see. So, that's like very real. Yeah. And so, so to draw her and she wrote me one time, but it was like, I used to do this thing called Housewives in the Wild where people would send me in like little blurbs and I would like, and I would like, um, post them in like a story on thirsty thursdays i was just doing this thing and it was fun they're on my they're in my stories they're good so i posted this one thing about they went to an ed sheeran concert concert and louis like popped off at some like dude and this isn't this didn't happen right it's someone's imagination Some, no, or, someone or it actually wrote, someone, did happen I don't and you know. illustrate it allegedly someone Ooh, wrote okay. into me like a blind item like oh I so was, it's not like a fairy tale of no. like and then one day Teresa and louis no. went to an ed sheeran concert no. oh okay got it got it got it got it got it I like was like trying. To, I was trying to do like some Dumois shit. You like? I was like, you know, and I was like, I got this girl. Like, come. On. Uh, so yeah, they sent in this Ed Sheeran blind where it was like, oh, um, I asked like um, Louis to take a photo, and he like popped off at me and got all mad. And so I just posted that. I didn't say anything about it. Just like the little thing, you know. And Teresa wrote me. She's like, Karma. Like, you better be nice because Karma comes back around or something like that. So she's the only one that's ever said like, you know, oh, well, not the only one, but. <laughs> <laughs> one to remember yeah. for some reason i am not surprised that Teresa would oh, yeah. react in that way but it is also you know if you were a housewife and you're getting tagged or sent any yeah. number of things including content creators who really genuinely are out for blood yeah i can imagine I that being sent something without any context not even of the work itself but of your work mm-hmm. your catalog of work yeah that it can the the lack of context is is important do you think i should stop tagging people like the housewife i don't know whatever you're doing seems to be working um so i'm not the person to ask yeah, even I'm though like, i'm obviously one of the most successful content let's go the lines on the internet <laughs> on the entirety of the internet yeah i don't i just tagged them because i was like it's like whatever it's it's fun i mean your work is so fat this i can't stop like flipping through this book i know we're quite literally recording an audio podcast but like the kim zolciak oh, she's so fun to draw into her chin she needs to come back Okay, so there's like this uh, word on the street. I know. I heard. How do we feel about it? I love it. And they heard they got Croyd assigned too. Are there's we... no way this is real. Uh, I know. There's no, you know, there's no way. Maybe she'll cameo, but they're not going to sign up Portia and be like, and the next person we're most invested in is Kim. Oh, and but I just want to see Brielle go to Chick Fil A every day. <laughs> Oh my god! It's I think it's too dark. It's she could You're do right. another dinner. She can yeah. do another dinner with Shebai. What was that dinner called? Like gays and white, or that was amazing. Oh, Nini's. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of the one from last season where it's literally um, oh. Lisa Wu, and oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. where it's like truly the OGs, but it's also one scene. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see her cameoing. Yeah. I could see like, but I don't even know that it's going to rise to Camille. I mean, Kim is available. You don't want night vision of them fighting. 
I don't like signs of the lambs. I do. <laughs> I think the Kim stuff is so here's the thing. I don't want Kim to put herself in a position where she feels like she needs to somehow reflect rich mm-hmm. when Croy is saying in court documents that they cannot pay their utilities. Yeah. I don't want sad. her spending money and have that attached to like the experience of watching an episode because I think I'm going to be maybe this is an unfair thing, but because she should make money. But I'm just concerned with Kim spending mm-hmm. that she's going to have this as a reason to spend so much more than what she currently has yeah. access to. And I say that sitting here in the office surrounded by dresses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like I can truly go fuck myself, but I'm also <laughs> not doing what. Kim and I don't have the responsibilities that Kim has. I'm fortunate in being responsible for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have 18 children yeah. who need support in many different ways. Totally. You know, I think yeah. it's I think it's bleak. It is. And yeah, gambling's a hell of a drug. I can't get over the gambling's I- dark. The gambling is really bad, but so is spending like yeah. many hundreds That's of gambling dollars too on and, water. Like, yeah. Do you remember when people were like going through her like credit card stuff and she had spent like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on like a small amount of bottled water, but it was like extremely fancy bottled water. She has many plastics in her brain. <sighs> That's what it is. She has the micro plastics in her brain. I'm concerned. I'm like... Why do you, but we all have stuff that we, but it's like, I just, on water, I know. like, and you're not on tele, like, it's not like Dorit spending $18,000 It wasn't like dishes. a, it wasn't like a filter in your house, because I want that. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean. I want a little soda, like, seltzer thing, like, why not? Oh, that sounds fabulous. It does sound great. Yeah. I want everything, technically, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not spending, I don't know, maybe there's a limit and her limit is uh, as of yet unknown, but I just think it's like, it's unfortunate when I I just think of the kids. I just, I, I feel real bad about the kids, but she can cameo. Yeah. I just don't know. There's no way, Croy. Well, I don't How know. much I'm like disagreeing with myself. Oh, on cameo? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think the one that she would make on the TV show would be more expensive. I hope oh, she's sure. that on. Cameo. Is she on the more cameo? cameo? She has to be on yeah, cameo. I'm sure, she's. Is she probably on OnlyFans too? If she's not on OnlyFans, she should she, be because we're yeah. hearing from Brandy, Denise, Larsa. Like, you can make oh yeah a ton of fucking money, and I fully. Why support. wouldn't you do that? Yeah, and also these women are never getting the kind yeah. of money that they deserve. They have no protections, so it's like yeah. go create whatever the fuck it is you want and make a shit ton of money showing your toes, your tits, or like literally farting whatever you want. <laughs> Did you say farting? farting on cakes? It's a thing. Women like fart on cakes. I don't. Yeah. A cake is in like like a, like a buy. They buy like a grocery store like like birthday cake and they sit on and they fart on it. Is it a video? How it's do you a video. know? How do you know someone's tooting? Um, because there's sounds. Know. I don't. <laughs> and I think that the back of the cake just like blows out. <laughs> okay, I you know what? There's a marketplace seemingly for everything, and I will never yeah. yuck someone's yum. But no, that's, never. I don't want um a, a cake it's sort of sacrilegious to um pastry. True, a little I, bit. I agree with that. Although, yes, yes. But I like a homemade or like a, a grocery store cake. I get it. You know, it's like that bad icing. I think that's the best kind of oh, cake. Oh, really? I am, I mean, arguably trash. Like, I, I do like, well, it's, it's like I like the idea it, of it. It's like, I haven't it takes had you it back. in a thousand yeah. years. But I mean, Tom Sandoval just released this photo I shoot with interview where he's posing and- Grocery store cakes, yeah. Posing with various grocery store cakes for interview. There's like- 
captions of like, what do you think about this cake? And how's the cake from Erwan? It's the strangest thing, especially on the heels of the New York Times piece. But like also that sheet cake he's holding, mm. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I love a uh, uh, carrot cake. I would go anywhere. A like, sheet carrot cake? Do they that, make that? I don't think so. No. Oh, you just mean a carrot cake in general. It, like anywhere, like grocery store Acme. Like I'm there, like love a carrot cake from anywhere. Is Acme a grocery store? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't know that Acme? I'm from Rhode Island. We have stopped. Oh, I'm shop. from Pennsylvania, like outside Philly. So it's like Acme was like a big thing. Oh, yeah. I was thinking it was like a cartoon. Oh, yeah, Looney something. Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I live in Looney Tunes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do. I do. Yeah. I'm creating my own Looney Tunes. Yeah. I like Roger Rabbit, like Cool World. Like those movies were like so like instrumental in my mind so what's your experience like when you're watching housewives are you just at points when you get inspired by a moment and are potentially thinking i need to draw this my version of what i feel is happening right now or extending the version that we're seeing on tv do you like literally pause an episode and draw do you ever have those moments or is it just being in the immersive experience of watching an episode and then waking up late at night and saying, I need to draw a sun's track that like, I usually just watch it and just take it in. Mm -hmm. Cause I used to like pressure myself and like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that was never the way. So I was like, just relax. You know, it's not like your job yet. So, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I'm just trying to chill and, uh, uh, yeah. And then get inspired in the middle of the night, you know? And also I've been asking people now, like, I'm like, like for, like, I just watched Vanderpump Rules and I'm like, mm. okay, like, what do you guys want to see me draw? Cause it's, people are so funny and they like send me like, oh, like draw Sheen in this and like this look. And, and so that's been really cool to interact with people that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's changing. What show has your heart right now? Um, oh, my heart. I mean, I, I mean, I'm into Beverly Hills, I think. Yeah, I'm into it. We just watched yeah. the trailer. They have the good set. They don't have that wacky. Oh, no. Like, that was. They're not dealing with the shipwreck. But it will, like, we needed that. Because we, we're going to look back at that in five years and be like, what the fuck? Salt Lake City? Yeah. I mean, they did made I a Salt choice. Salt City? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you yeah. did. I, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah. It, they made it a like choice. It was like Chuck E. Cheese. It was like a terribly executed Fantasia, which we yes. want people to make strong choices. Mm -hmm. Like how many moments in time did we get just from specifically dragging that set? Yeah. I'm appreciative. I'm thankful for it. Yeah, exactly. Like make a big swing. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Yeah. But th so then Beverly Hills, I saw has like the cool like yeah. Amazon Orange set. County style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's like the Orange County when they were on the beach. That was so cool. So does. It was like the sphere. It was. And this looks sort of like another version of mm -hmm. that. It looks a little bit immersive. And, yeah. you know, we saw photos when they were released of what the cast was wearing. Yeah. And I was underwhelmed. But then when we watched the video of the trailer, I honestly thought everybody looked great. Yeah. And then you saw like in the background of the video, like there was a little yes. Kim Richards and she slowly got bigger and bigger and no, bigger like a up. ghost. And then she was losing. Leave me alone. <laughs> did you see the way I was like, did I miss that? Because we truly watched the trailer once and I would normally watch it. I, Eight to ten times before recording. All I wanted recording. was Kim Richards to come out. She needs to paint the walls of the Clawfuss. She does. You know what? I want to get your thoughts on that. What was your reaction to seeing her art? That was some COVID shit. That was like she didn't go out for a long time. Okay. And she started like painting the walls. You know? I get that. I mean, you're quite literally an artist. Um, I am not, although like I bought stickers. Masterpiece. Like during COVID, I bought stickers and I got from Timu and they right. sent me like fifteen hundred like so many stickers. Like it was crazy. I was like, I could sticker all my walls. 
Did you? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> no, I'd be divorced. My husband would divorce me. <laughs> the thing with Kim's work is it feels I just I looked at those walls and I just thought like this is so beautiful she's so talented I had no idea and I remember I was I think I recorded an episode with somebody and I forget who so I apologize who was like this is a cry for help and I thought like no this is this is her kind of work of art and she wanted to draw it on the walls like yeah. why not I thought it looked beautiful I I genuinely when she's like I can do Paris's room or you know room or whatever for the kids I'm thinking like Paris should take her up on that. I looked at the maybe I'm just I don't know cuz I don't err on the side of like being pro Kim at points throughout the years but I genuinely saw what she had done and thought she's extremely talented just to my you know yeah. like my my eye and also i thought there was something beautiful about being it on the walls i know that people had a different perception of it which i totally understand i just yeah i and kind the, of was like why not yeah it's the, it's like her wallpaper but it's art yeah the what was troubling i think the medium was like crayon i don't know i'm not i'm making assumptions okay. here but it looked a little crayonish but i was like kim we need to get you some like proper yeah like supplies you know? you know what? If someone introduced her to a canvas, yeah. maybe she... Okay, I was thinking that she thought to herself, I could canvas or I could kitchen. And she mm, decided to kitchen. kitchen. But maybe she wasn't thinking or I could also canvas. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't think... I think most people, when drawing... I mean, you have an enormous talent. I also think Kim is talented not to equalize both of you, but like, I cannot do that. I cannot pretend I it's it's stayed at stick figure. When I was in preschool at the Jewish Community Center in Providence, I negotiated with a fellow. <laughs> I don't even remember how old we were, like five or whatever, and said, like, can you I want to say her name is like Lauren Alana Ooh. and said, like, can I'm going to need I commissioned a yeah. work from her because I said my work isn't going to cut it. And I want to get to work. And she did. Yes. She like drew me a photo. I was like, this is this is right. Great. I love this. Some of us just aren't born with that gift. Yeah. And like it's you can work at anything. And I mean, that's like me saying I can sing. I can never sing. I could take so many lessons. I mean, like, I went to school. <laughs> yeah, but I could never school. So. <laughs> I could um, never sing. So, um, yeah. But, you know, art's um, subjective. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a little bit of a transition here to make because the week that you were on Watch What Happens and had this extreme uh, certainly i would think out of body experience Hi, yeah it was amazing it was amazing you also became viral or went viral with one of your pieces and um uh you know anna marie um anna uh, marie right so it's spelled anna marie oh. but it's pronounced in the dutch fashion oh, as anna marie i did a full oh, wow. investigation because I was calling her Anna Ann, but I really did need to know the truth. I did reach out to her. She did not respond. Okay. But then I did hear from people who sent me, um, I, I don't remember if it was a clip or, or an article where she said, it's spelled Anne, it's pronounced Anna. Anna Marie. Got yeah. it. Okay. So um, important clarifying information because yeah. I quite literally truly was calling her Anna Ann. And it turns out technically I was correct. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you had drawn one of your um, pieces of Anna Marie and were using the idea of distortion mm -hmm. um, in a way that she found... Exaggerating characteristics. Right. It was a caricature. In a way that she found offensive. Yes. Um, and you 
uh, removed the drawing mm-hmm. and posted an apology. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of space to kind of talk about that, if that's something that you feel interested and comfortable in doing. Yes. And um, I want to start off saying to Anna Maria, like, I'm sorry. Like, that was not my intention to draw her in a derogatory way. And the racism that it perpetuated um it that's that makes me sick like i didn't want to mm-hmm. like contribute to that um i was you know my reference is bodybuilding um bodybuilders and then when i looked at reference photos of her or like promo photos of the season she was posing you know i thought she was like you know in the gym working out big arms um and then she was sitting at the dinner table and i got her like i drew her kind of looking like like fed up or like not fed up like annoyed I, mm. I don't i don't know and then a, a propofol like bejeweled necklace around her her neck you know like so and she was um upset by that mm-hmm. um so i posted an apology on her like i took it down on on friday mm-hmm. i was on um watch happens live i think i took it down saturday morning um and because the followers were like this this is this isn't cool but i was like totally done deleted taken down um and then she posted something on Saturday afternoon um, and screenshotted it and had a whole thing written um, that made me very upset. Um, but uh, like her feelings, like I'm not trying to, you know, but so I went to her page and I was like, I'm so sorry, Emery. Like that was not my intention. Um, it's like removed, blah, blah, blah. She deleted that apology and blocked me. So, and like the people that I spoke, my friends who were checking her page, like it's not there, whatever. So I went to the next post that was having the most um, like interaction I get and people were tagging me on it. So I wrote my apology there and then like wonderful people like Kiki from Talk of Shame or uh, mm-hmm. like reached out to me and we had a nice exchange about it and and she gave me advice and uh and, you know, I was like, I'm going to write it a public apology. Um, I wanted to do it because, like, I had all these new eyes on my page. And if you come to my work and you're like, this dude's like, who is this guy? You know, so I wanted to just state that and um, and offer my sincere apology. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and and just move forward, you know? Yeah. And the reality is that um, as a white person and a white woman, it gets into a conversation about intent and impact. I think it's difficult, especially when you're working in a field where your work and art focuses on distorting bodies, Mm -hmm. that I understood what your intention was. The impact, though, Mm -hmm. is associated with a really ugly history of how Black women's bodies have been judged and ridiculed and looked at as something that is associated with the idea of not being feminine. Mm -hmm. And it it is not to say that um, black women are also a monolith. And there, I'm sure, were any number of opinions on the piece itself from this is very triggering and uh, inappropriate to I understand your work in your catalog. This was maybe uh, not the right move, but I understand your your eye and your voice. And um, while I don't, I'm not in a position to uh, to really say um, anything on the matter. I would defer you, as it sounds like you were, to conversations with people who are um, Black women and also voices in the Bravo universe, most especially the Talk of Shame, most especially Kiki. Um, and it's one of those conversations of like, listen, you can str- 
and I'm sort of speaking to myself, you can strongly dislike Anna Marie. I don't know that she's going to be back next season. But it doesn't mean that we as content creators, not meaning you, but just like people writing comments, uh, invalidating her feelings. I mean, it's possible to hold two things at once and understand that there's a greater conversation here and that there are also fans of yours, Bravo fans who are black women mm-hmm. who are going to feel a certain way about this. And 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 black men, you know, and also people who are, you know, Bravo fans of color and people who might not be, but might also have a visceral reaction. And I have said and done things on the podcast where my intent was in no way related to in my head. It just came from a place of ignorance of like, I have not had that lived experience. It Mm -hmm. never occurred to me. My last two roommates before I took over the Clothfus were both black women. Mm -hmm. And there were definitely moments where I would say something that I would say to anyone, but I wasn't thinking specifically that you were talking to someone who's had a very different experience mm-hmm. and might receive what you're saying in a different way. And you need to listen. And and I didn't realize the attacks that she was getting online. Like I didn't like. Oh, was she? Yeah. I mean, that's what people have told me because I, I didn't oh, know. I didn't... So I'm not on her social truly, yeah. except when I'm asking how to pronounce her name correctly. So I didn't okay. know that. So like for her to come to my page and see that, like, I'm sure it was just very triggering. Very triggering. So it's like I I didn't. And if I knew that was going on, I would not have like yeah. drawn her, you know. And also it's like, look at what Garcelle has received and what yeah. she has to go through on the regular. I mean, we don't spend as a culture enough time talking about the fact that like what she went through with her kids. Mm-hmm, that's horrible. I mean, it really I. I can't go down this path, but like, I will never get over the lack of sensitivity that I feel like Dorit has. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like, we're all, we all kind of like skirted past that and are moving on. And I'm just think when it comes to like holding on to trauma, Erica Jane is like having her own thing of you owe me an apology. I'm just thinking about like, if I was Garcelle, I would be thinking about that scene where Dorit is laughing about her son being told to like fuck off or whatever. You know, that's not even associated with the Instagram of it all. So the ways that black women are criticized and judged and have to just deal with a barrage of hate. I I have never been in that experience yeah. because I'm a white woman, but I can certainly understand and appreciate the fact that someone, regardless of whether or not they know your work, are going to have thoughts and feels. And I think what's most important is that you acknowledged it mm-hmm. and people can feel however they want to feel, but you acknowledge it. You took responsibility for it. You tried to apologize to her multiple times and she has the right to feel a certain yeah, way. Totally. And I think it was... It shouldn't come at the cost of her feelings, but I think it also opened up a conversation for people who are not black and are not uh, folks of color to say like, okay, this thing happened. Let me reevaluate or inform myself of the ways that um, the intent matters, but it doesn't negate the impact, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, like, if you go to the comments section of the of my apology on my page, it's like you can read the discourse of it all, you know? Yeah. And like, it's a it's an interesting read. Because yeah. you know, like I can't go back into it. Because like, no, don't go back. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. No, never, <laughs> never, 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 never. Don't go back. No, no, we don't go backwards. Um, we don't. Go but backwards. yeah, it was like it was hard. You know, it was like you know, it was you know, it was it was a, it was like you know, with the watch what happens live thing it was such a high and then such a low. It was like right. you know, it was like there was all the emotions. And I also just remember as your friend just getting. And thank you for reaching out to me. You like texted me right away. Oh my like, god! So... Well, I didn't know. I sometimes like I lag. You know how like different time zones, I sometimes am on a different time zone than because I just like, I really look at a lot of guinea pig videos and I don't, 
necessarily stay and Pedro Pascal and Pedro Pascal I need to bring back the daily like Pedro and guinea pig because I actually yeah. miss doing that and I've been liking and saving so many photos of Pedro yeah. and of guinea pigs that have just been making me feel an awful uh an awful lot of just hope and faith <laughs> and also it's two like, environments converge yeah. um but all this to say that I I don't I don't follow housewives in the ways that other people do yeah. um so I miss a lot and also my feed sometimes it's like, I know, oh, that's I love what this. I'm ta- yeah. Like I'll see a post and be like, oh, this is incredible. And then it's from like three months ago. Yeah. Why are they sending that to me now? Why I am know. I getting that from like three months? It's like January 1. I'm like, how am I only seeing this now? All of which to say is I'm not necessarily on the, I don't necessarily see things until well after they happened. But just as your friend and understanding, uh, there's, there's a lot that goes into being a content creator. And sometimes you know, people make mistakes. It just, I was concerned at the intensity of it and the the speed of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, And then we are watching the Beverly Hills trailer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about that? Trailer? I mean, Kathy walked out and Sutton like passed out. Sutton had a visceral reaction yeah. to seeing that it was Kathy and not Mauricio. And Sutton said, I won't stand for this. Yes. So I am unfortunately going to lose consciousness potentially very quickly. And uh, Dorit's outfit is wild. Okay. What is even like, I, I'm into it. Like the little plaster down, like, like the hair. Yeah. What is that? You know what? So the thing of it is, so Erica, after it turned out that Tom Girardi was using his uh, victims' payouts as his own Bank of America, right? She had to scale EG back. Global, truly. EJ Global. EJ Global. She really should have to scale back. So Layla, who was working for a long time as her assistant and might still be, I honestly okay. forget, has been doing her makeup. And Erica, lo- I think Erica looks phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's different. It's not Christopher Buckle. Like she, when What's she that? was spending the very famous oh, okay. makeup artist who does like Mariah and Kelly Ooh. Ripa. And she is, was getting, doing Erica Jane. I think oh, he shit. was doing some Erica Jane sometimes. For big events, yeah. I think so. And that could be wrong. But just like to say these very, very, very expensive, extraordinarily mm-hmm. talented. I mean, he is an artist. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't have access to that anymore. And she's like, she's still, I think she looks great. But yeah. like, it's a different kind of universe. The Dorit of it all, I just... I don't, it was giving me like a little Star Wars yes. stuff. Um, I don't, it makes me kind of feel like when we talk about Dorit's style, how much of that is just genuinely associated with access and rich? Mm. Like how much of this is like the barrette stuff, which I love, mm-hmm. and how much of it is just like, you know, because her whole thing her whole thing is labels. Right. I do feel like there's been a change this season. Oh, yeah. The d- depression outfits. Well, I mean, she's dealing with like uh, yeah. mental health stuff. Like and, that and, genuinely and, could be a part and of it. And PK is like, a deal with it, darling. I know. I can't. Like, I would, I get why she's upset because he's like, well, how much is it just being a pain in the ass or whatever he says to her? Like, you know, about is it PTSD or, you know, are it's you like, just being yeah, annoying yeah. essentially? Are you just, yeah, being and like, I'm like, you shoot in the middle of the night, like, yeah, ooh, horrible. I mean, what she, had to deal with and continues to have to deal with when you think of fashion as an extension of how you feel and how potentially you want other people Mm -hmm. to feel in viewing you the fact that she did color her hair and went darker Mm -hmm. and has been wearing essentially all back all black but like at bravo con she wore all black that's true like i there could be a 
potential connection there and just looking at herself differently, feeling like she wants to express herself differently. Mm -hmm. I do also think there's something financial that's happening because we're not Mm -hmm. seeing the like extra, extra, extra of it all. But also just just between us, just between us chickens, as as my mother would say, I... I I don't think the red worked. I love the red. Okay, do we I, have the red? Do you it like literally like made out? my eyes like like I just love that red. I'm just like it when I saw the photo. I'm like, Brrr. do we love the red? I do. I didn't love the red. I did. I'm probably the only one, but I loved it. I felt like she was like playing, and mm. I want I want Dorit to play. Yeah. but it felt unsuccessful to me. Mm. Like, is this someone who who has style? I mean. I think Dorit has style. Okay. Maybe she does. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much it. is like her own or is she like... A stylist? Yeah. I don't know. Like don't... at a certain point, is it just about excess or doing something extra? Like, is it connected to... Are we telling a story? Do we have to? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Who else looked good? Kyle looked good. I mean, she looked... She didn't have that weird like Janice Ian hair. Did she have that last year where it was like all spiky in the back? Oh, I don't. That was bad. That was... Kyle, I think... She expresses herself the best in more casual wear. Yeah. She, than when she does the full glam. Yeah. I'm yeah. She's she's yeah, she's interesting taste, that one. She does. Yeah. I mean, we saw it with Kyle by Eileen too. Yeah. Oh yeah. We did. That was a that was a moment in time. Um, I thought Crystal looked good. Yeah, Crystal like is very like um consistent. She is. And she has a definite uh, sense of style and mm-hmm. you can it is consistent that's like the yeah. best way to put it garcelle in photos i mean garcelle's the most gorgeous person ever but like in photos ver- i gasped we watched that trailer yeah, that i gasped the, the sequence gold. the sequence on camera on video unbelievable yes like literally give me that dress i will wear it to brunch yeah like i think, need it is it I think it's tom ford no it looked it looked yeah. it looked like a version a newer generation of when yeah. lvp wore yes. the dress that she like then put her hands over her boobs mm-hmm. like it was like a sort of edge-a-sketch yes. like she was it was it did it looked like it could be tom ford and, and garcelle's hair looked good like i like the length the red is yeah. it a little bit of a red but moment? it looked it wasn't as red this season it looked okay. a little more like golden because i know that Maybe she was posting on instagram of like wanting to to change her hair she i think she did like a poll or something yeah. she was asking for people I mean, she, I, she just, she is, she's a good time. She's a good time. And like, she, I love her and Erica, like in Sitches being like little tag team him. Like I was living, <laughs> I like them together. Like they're yeah. having fun with each other. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying that. And like the merce and the purse of it all. We'll never get over that. That was such a great episode. I know that there are people who say, and I, I understand, I empathize with like, I'm not into vibing with the season. I'm going to watch this season yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I sit down. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm watching mm-hmm. it. I'm laughing. How did you feel about the moment pre-reunion when Dorit is saying that Kyle tried to quote unquote silence her the night before? Oh, yeah. About what? Morgan? I don't know if it was about Morgan. My instinct was that it was about Mo, but I don't even mm. know if the whole thing is that you guys aren't connecting anymore. What's the yeah. use of silence? Like, what does I'm sure Dorit knows things, but what would Kyle specifically be saying? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that she's saying like, because wasn't Dorit being like we weren't as, or Kyle was saying we weren't as good as friends mm. as Dorit was portraying. Remember mm-hmm. she said that like, yeah, and it was like something about like 
trips they used to take together, but they don't take them anymore. And, and Kyle was like, it was only two trips or something. Right. But why would you try to silence yeah. someone about that? Maybe it's just the use of silence. I was like, oh, that's a loaded word. Yeah, totally. I don't disbelieve Dorit. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't. Or I, she could have interpreted it the wrong way, Dorit. But I also think Kyle's been in this yeah, for a long, a long time. time. And she's been producing for a while. Amen. And so if you're sending a message the night before. Yeah, you're a frantic mode, right? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of like, just remember, we're good pals. Right, right, right. Like, right. we've got each other's back. That's some Kathy Hilton shit. I mean, don't you think Kathy does that? No, Kathy doesn't care. Kathy's not sending a text. She's sending a voice note. And the voice note is like, you know like what the fuck you need 2. to do. At 2.31 a.m. At 4 a.m., which is her. <laughs> With the box fan in the background. Which is her noon. I mean, the Kathy's, Kathy. Did you, I saw a photo of Kathy like in the back of a car and her purse was open. I think it was the Paris show. And she had a pack of Marlboro Reds I in her purse. I love this woman so much. And I'm like, she smokes, Mar that's hardcore. Marlboro Reds, that's like the devil's like lettuce. <laughs> like, I think Lucifer makes those and sends them up from hell. <laughs> Wait, I don't know anything about cigarettes. We're not encouraging. They're just hard, hardcore. Oh, no, no, okay. smoking's disgusting. Don't smoke. Yeah. Um. So I haven't watched Paris in Love I haven't. the I... second season yet, but I have heard it's not great for Kathy. Well, I watched the first season. And I'm like, oh, there's Kathy. Like you see little tidbits of it. Yep, yep, yep. And then I heard it came out more second season. So I need to watch that. But like now I'm getting in this slump. It's like I'm behind on Miami. I'm, oh my God, catch up. And I, I gave up on Potomac. I need to catch up. Okay, but I I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to, but like Miami, I have to, but then I go and I log in and it's like, it's like I've missed like seven episodes and I get like, I get like, Panic. Panic. You know what? I sometimes I do that intentionally, sometimes not. But I did have a night the other night where I was catching up on Married to Medicine and it was like at least six episodes. Mm. And it was a wonderful, okay. I know wonderful evening. I have to say, if it was like kind of monotonous content that I would feel a dread. Yeah. But My Miami is going to I'm gonna I'm telling yeah, you, you're gonna feel great. Just I need another allow snow day. yourself. We don't need a snow day. It could be perfect. <laughs> what fucking cares? Like, don't we don't need an excuse? Just like allow yourself totally. to get on your own people's people's camera. And like Brent, Miami is so my jam because it's so bright and like pink yes. and like expensive and like uh and the cut and the the costumes <laughs> are the so costumes. good. <laughs> the costumes are so good. Miami is like one of the best places yeah. to truly go because it is its own kind of fantasy. Mm -hmm. And there is also a darkness there, obviously. 100%. I mean some of those Griselda. <laughs> which I just watched. Louis. Did you everyone is like it's Luann? <laughs> Wait, oh my god. Everyone's like, I just see Luann. <laughs> She's so good in that too, Sophia. Sophia is oh. so I didn't know what to expect because like Sophia Vergara is a very talented comedian. Like yeah. she really, really is. I didn't know what to expect. And the first episode was honestly kind of an adjustment because I was like, wait a second, are we watching like prestige television? I just I wasn't prepared yeah. for that. But I do this thing on Patreon called the People's People's Couch where I'll do like either record an episode with um an AG, it's the premium tier, or I'll do a Zoom. And shout out to AG Max because we did a People's People's Couch page Patreon Zoom and he was like, you need to watch Griselda. Mm. And I was like, okay. And so I started it and I was I went yeah. through that shit quick. It was like only how many episodes? It was quick. I don't know, yeah. but it was late night for me, which sometimes I start binging a show and then I only watch it between like midnight That's a good and 2 late night show. It's because yeah. it feels, I mean, mm -hmm. word of the day, I keep using it over and over again. I don't know why, but it feels immersive. Yeah, totally. She's so 
good from in the it. jump on Netflix, by the way, for yeah, anybody yeah. who might be interested in watching. It's really good. Really good. I would love to see Sofia Vergara on Housewives. Oh my God. Can you imagine? She doesn't take herself like seriously at all. She's like, she doesn't seem to. No, it's, she's a blast. And she was married to that guy's so hot. Michael. A werewolf from True, True Blood. <laughs> oh, was he a werewolf? Yeah, he was a werewolf. Okay. That show, I love that show and it fell off. Did you watch True Blood? No. Oh, yeah. That's a I don't good. Really you can get just, into like vampire. Oh, uh, the first like three seasons are really good, and they introduce fairies, and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Which I should be into that, but I'm not. <laughs> Wait, like real fairies? Like, yeah, like it was Tinkerbell? like like Ferngully shit. Like I was like, and I love oh, Ferngully. I love Ferngully. I know. <laughs> That's the way to sell it. To <laughs> yeah, me, I know. I'm trying to sell it to myself. <laughs> I would be into it. What's the what are what are the shows? Okay, so Beverly Hills has your heart. Uh-huh. You obviously felt a certain way about Salt Lake. Uh-huh. Is there anything that you're like missing or connecting with? I mean, Vanderpump Rules. Oh yeah, hold on one thing, one show. Tell me, The Swans. On oh, on, I'm behind. Oh, injected into my veins. Like I, it's so good. Is it? Oh yes. You're not it's Gus Van Sant. I get so activated when it's... Wait, Gus Van Zandt? His director is directing it. Ryan Murphy? No, he's just... Yeah, he's just producing it. Ryan Murphy doesn't write or direct any of the episodes. Gus Van Zandt's directing it. Gus Van Zandt of Gus Van Zandt? Yes. Of like... To Die For? Yeah. Did he direct To Die For? Yeah, I love To Die For. It's like, I saw that in the movie theater when I was like in sixth grade. I mean, that's peak Nicole. And I was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. I did not know. Holy shit. The first thing that pops up, Gus Van Zandt on directing Feud, Truman Capote, 1998 Psycho. Oh, shit. Um, so you have to watch it now. Well, so I watched the first couple episodes, but I have a tendency of like not giving 100% because mm. I think I'm just going to rewatch it. And then a lot of that stuff that's right. not Bravo, I just don't. That's, yeah. But I also love Capote so much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in cold blood forever so and ever good. amen uh but i also just kind of felt like there was something here it felt like they were biting off more than they could chew mm. with it and it's you know you have all of these prestige actresses and i want them to shine and naomi I to... watts i mean just is extraordinary like, she is not even like acting she's like embodying this woman okay so i watched the first couple episodes and then i just kind of fell off a little bit which is odd because i sort of think i am part of that key audience in being a Capote fan, but also being aware of the fact that he destroyed many, right. many women's lives yeah. and that there was some self-loathing there that he redirected their mm-hmm. way. Um, or something. I don't know what, but uh but I didn't I didn't like it didn't really, really land for me. Okay. So I need to keep watching. Maybe it's just made for me. <laughs> well, I don't know if you ever do a walk by of the Bergdorf windows. Oh, you post that. But they have a they have a, several windows like on the side where the Paris is that are black and white ball cool. themed. They did some sort of like marketing thing with um with the show with Feud and FX, and it's really really fabulous, like genuinely yeah, great. I the, think that you would particularly appreciate it. Love it. So you're into Feud, and then um, Vanderpump. I'm into it this season. Yeah, we just watched the most recent episode yeah. and it was really complicated. Yeah. It was like picking up the pieces, as they said in the trailer. Yeah, I also felt like I, I'm, I, it's not that I wrote off this season, but I kind of thought, you know, it, it can still be really interesting, Same. but I don't know how <clears throat> inspired I mm-hmm. would be by what I watched. And or then, burnout, you know, or burnout or just kind of be like, we're not going to get to any 
sort of influential, nuanced conversations because everyone is just so, so zoomed into all things Scandaval. And I watched the episode and just like thinking about the tail end of it, that conversation between Schwartz and Sandy, Mm -hmm. where Schwartz is like, I get that you're upset about people being mad at you and about them continuing to do so. I get why you're upset and you feel like Sheena and Lala were showing the world how to dislike you and express that, but also give them a minute. Like extend some grace. Yeah, I thought that was like, and to him to think that like the general population is going to follow like Lala and Sheena is like is like, are you okay? Yeah, I don't know that their Instagram or podcasts are a learning annex (laughs) in that way, but I also think like there is something to be said for the amount of attention that everyone in the cast was getting, but that I think that attention would have existed anyway yeah it's like dude you did a bad thing a horrible thing like right but it it also i'm not defending him in any way but i also think like some of the noise of it i could get his upset i mean it connected with the whole like conversation with lvp2 of like Mm -hmm. just give it give it a second it doesn't mean you need to support this person but like can you just put some of this on pause i don't know what did you think of that I'm, i'm just thinking about joe Oh my God. Okay. There's like Schwartz being like, and Joe, she's a human being. Like, that's literally what he said in his confessional. And then Joe's like cutting his hair and then not sweeping it. They're not sweeping it. And then Sandoval walks in and he's like, Are these your pubes? He's such a perv. She- <laughs> <laughs> Joe does not make, I get a little. Is this the first time we, no, we saw her last season, right? Uh, she was certainly discussed. Okay. Yeah, we did. Okay. I don't feel great about Joe. No, she seems like she's like trying to chime in. She's like, I'm glad you said that. And like, no, they're like, what? Why is she there? Which well, he's, he's like boning making. her. Schwartz, isn't he boning He her? says he's not, which oh, means he definitely bold. is. Because yeah. um, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. If I just think like if Kristen Doty said your energy Kristen was too Doty. much and how she and Joe ended their best friendship. Oh. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not a great indicator of yeah. the fact that this person might not be on the absolute up and up. There's something about Joe where I just like I look at her and her energy. I'm like, this is not this is not good. Yeah. And let's, how about um, Anne, the assistant? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That poor woman. That poor, who I think allegedly word on the street is now working for Ariana. Don't know if it's true, yeah, right. but at least she's out of the the primary crosshairs of Tom. Yeah, seriously. And that house, that cursed house. Is they, are they still in it? She's in New York, so he's probably just living his best yeah, life. And he won't weird like, and he should, he should like buy her out or whatever it's called he can't I, he can't afford to he yeah, says he's trying to but I, I don't think he can afford move out bro well i don't think he wants to yeah, i think he's kind of staked his claim i don't think <sighs> she wants him to stay there but i also think she i don't know they're both playing hardball good. with each other right yeah. yeah it's like a um chicken game of chicken it's also a protracted divorce right. we've seen this mm-hmm. happen in any number of housewives relationships we're seeing it play out with or have been seeing it play out with like Lisa and Miami of like, wh- where am I going to live? Like that kind of legal. Where will fight. Jody pay for me? And where will Lenny chip in too? That was wild when I heard that. I was like, Jody and Lenny are paying for her. Well, wait until you see the newest episode because it turns out I don't know how architecture works, but it 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 turns out that like Lenny just agreed to build her some like beautiful like waterside 
place. Lenny but, agreed to that? I know. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm behind. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. When he agrees to do something generous, I'm like, be careful. Yeah, he's like, go in. Go right. in, check it out. <laughs> and he, he's holding like a switch. <laughs> and he's like, it's just, Lenny, I just can't. I just... And the fact that he's... Um, allegedly, and this is a comedy podcast, a terrible plastic surgeon oh, yeah. really does connect. Like he does he's like leaving staplers face. and tushes and stuff. Oh, like, and again, this like is a comedy hard. podcast. <laughs> 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 this is humor. This is amazing. Whatever. Um, and like bandages and eyes. I don't oh. know. I don't know what's happening there. Um, I it, love that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I guess he on some fucking like Craigslist for architectural plans or something. He like chose a plan for what the house should look like, and it was Jody's plan for <sighs> Jody's build of a house and i i, I don't want to learn yeah I, you don't need to tell me i don't need to know how this happens i'm never going to be in a position financially to have to, have to <laughs> totally. learn um but it is odd yeah there's something about it that's just a little weird that they both that he chose jody's architectural plan yeah. for this house that lisa's gonna live in and it was also weird that lisa told her kids that jody was gay <laughs> did she yeah remember she was like oh it's jody's like your gay my gay friend <laughs> like i was like Sorry wait what Sorry for the snort. that and is a choice that she made i don't remember that that was also a great episode too when like she like was upstairs and her kids who were literally like five and what i get three? confused with yeah the but they 10. they like yeah. ordered their own pizza they like went to the door got the pizza ate the pizza and she's still upstairs be like is dinner here <laughs> And like that's awesome. Like you can get your kids to do that. Like I thought you had to like feed them. I yourself. think that there were any number of of folks helping. Right, nannies. I, th- I think yeah. that there's. Like I like a, to live a in nanny a, presence. I like to sit and see kids. Like, have you watched that show in um, Japan? That's like. Um, it's called like it's on Netflix. It's called like Old Enough, where they send a toddler no, like but on I've errands. Heard about it. Yeah, it was giving me that vibe, and like I would love to see more of that on Housewives. But that vibe, from my understanding, it's like this beautiful like cultural because the community mm-hmm. is going to protect and this safe. child, which is incredible. Yeah. But you can't do that here. No, N- not, they're not going to not... South Beach to get some no, gummy bears. I don't think that's gonna happen. I, <laughs> the lifts I here. I hope that it does not. Let's not encourage it. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be a. Listen, this episode was such an adventure. I love that I um, sassed you into watching the newest Vanderpump Rules, which you talked about for exactly three seconds, which <laughs> just means that I'm going to Lala's use that. healing journey. She's still on it. Lala's still... Like healing yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Utah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lauren. Lauren from Utah. Lauren from Utah. Yeah. And uh, that conversation with James of like, yeah. I want to know more about if if you can give me, I understand why you wouldn't want to reveal this, but I would like to know more about what your rock bottom was. Mm-hmm. That connected with like the alley broke up with me and I can't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Just based on other stuff we've heard from his exes. Yeah. I think I I don't remember. I feel like I should. I'm, I'm sure one of the most recent episodes focused on this and I truly forget. But like, is James in therapy? I don't know. I hope he is. Yeah. Because there's stuff that I don't know that the show will ever address. Yeah. Um, But I just and what he experienced in his childhood and the difficulties in him figuring out a way to safely express rage mm-hmm. is very concerning yeah his temper is very concerning his because it's still behavior. there it's like underlying you can feel it 
Right. And I think we've seen so much profound growth in James. Mm -hmm. I just also hope he has a support system that's not the family that we have seen at points. Because there was something incredibly dark and bleak about some of those conversations in prior seasons with his mom. That does make me a little nervous. Just in terms of like, I don't know what's going on here, but the little alarm bells in my head went off. Um, But I do also, I really, really appreciate that Lala is supporting him and... and is there i mean i think that's that's a great support person to have and his godfather is george michael i know r.i.p i need to see some photos have we ever seen photos of like little james with george michael i'm sure they exist yeah we need to see those yeah i love george michael i mean who doesn't he's the best the best oh my god it's interesting that we have connections on bravo to george michael and boy george i know who would have thought i not me i truly who's next (laughs) (laughs) well we had taylor dane how did we have Taylor? Well, she had performed at the um that concert. Beverly Hills? Yeah, Beverly Hills, like that event. What was the event for? Mm. She was wasn't it Taylor Dane? Wait, was it at Kyle's event? Was it Kyle's event for Lorraine? No, Morgan performed there. I believe that we have seen Taylor Dane before. Yeah. Oh, right. No, it was at an event and like Erica was, was dancing because she got it and other people didn't know who Taylor Dane yeah. was, which is Open up my heart. Oh my! How do you not know? Taylor Dean is like an institution. It's wild. I I like this blue, this like sheer blue back there. Thank you. That is a sample sale item. Super helpful for people on an audio podcast. It's a sample. I have it in two colors. Cut this out. Because again, great with credit. Um, light pink and light blue from Sandro from the Sandro sample sale. Yeah. Uh, And. Um, interestingly, interestingly enough, I think it's friend of the pod, Allison Libby. Somebody was wearing a dress. Was it Allison? It might have been somebody else. And I was like, where the fuck is that dress from? And they said, Sandro. And I looked it up and I was like, this, I'm never going to be able to find this. And then one or two years went by and I was walking in Flatiron by 260 Sample Sale, which I don't usually cool. go in because it's like kind of... It can be chaotic. Yeah, it's I'm not sure. my like sample cell like fighting, yeah. energy. That's not my like personality type. Typically, even though I've had great experiences there too. And I walked in, it was Sandro and the dress was there in Done. two colors. Easy. And after 8,000 years, I got the dress for a great, great, great price. Never worn it. Okay. Well, you need to wear it in Paris. One day. Yeah. I'm going to wear bright, bright blue. Into it. Under that. With your big Gucci uh, yeah, track jacket. Definitely. <laughs> I can definitely afford Gucci. That's 100%. Billy Eilish. Billy, you know what? Big Billy energy big for Billie me energy. in the days ahead. And if you guys want to see my um my social, go to Instagram at Dame Galley because mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be posting some shit. This Howdy. is an opportunity. It's, 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 a, it's, a little, it's a little bonjour moment. Mm-hmm. It's a little hello. Yes. Um, listen, Tell the AGs where they can follow you on social. Buy your incredible book. Please, please, please mention it all. Oh, yeah. Um, so follow me on Instagram. It's at Drunk Drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then links in my bio for the book, merch, prints, coloring books. I have a Roni Legacy coloring book. Oh, my God. A Beverly Hills Dinner from Hell coloring book. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm working on a couple other things and dr- trying to draw every day. DM me. Tell me what you want me to draw. I love that. Have you done any Shan? Shannon? Yeah. Oh yeah. I did like um I did her hair. Remember she had her big drag queen hair at the um of course reunion. I do. Of course so I, do. I did like it was um Archie, <gasps> like hanging on her head and her paws. Wait, I need to show you. Wait, because I literally was about to say, have you drawn Archie? Oh, we are one mind today. Wait, hold on. This, okay. I'm gonna have to scroll for this. Do it. 
Oh, I just turned to a page in your book for anyone. Are there? Okay. Here lies Shannon. Oh my God. That this was, is, what, what's he, what's he up to? He's getting like, um, Archie? No, Archie? David Bador. He was like, is he the one that was getting like divorced? I don't and... know. They do. It's just another toxic dynamic. I try not to pay attention to what he does. Yeah. Um. I don't. He I never think crazy of him. eyes, like I, psycho eyes. I quite literally never think of him. Um. Oh, this is great too. The ill eagle. This photo of Erica. <gasps> oh my god. No, from September 27, 2023. Okay, send that to me because I need to repost that on stories. I'm obsessed. Like, I need this. Wait, that's supposed to be a fabulous photo of Archie, too. Right? Archie looks beautiful there. Archie's a beautiful dog. <sighs> he really is. I love him. so. He does seem like a little sad, but I think that's just part of his person. I think he's caring a lot. Yeah. I think he's caring a lot, but he's he's happy and content and safe and <laughs> healthy. And that's all and we want for thriving. We want we just want Hopefully. Archie Bador to thrive. Lots of we really treats. do. Lots of treats, lots of walks. Walks. Sober walks. Sober walks. We love a sober walk of Shannon and um Sir Archibald. I I just want them both to thrive. I I am excited to see more of them mm-hmm. on Orange County. And she's she's single, right? She's not dating anybody. Shannon. I God, I hope we can't deal with that. We can't deal with that. But we're gonna see John Jansen. There's no way around it. He's going guy. to be can you imagine you're like dealing with like some of the most challenging because I don't know what Shannon's life has been privately. So I I want to call what she experienced with the arrest hitting bottom, but that's for her to identify and determine. Right, I'm not going yeah. to place my perception upon her. Um, but I just can't imagine dealing with what she's dealing with right now and the John Jansen of it all. And then you find out that this man you're no longer with is still in your quote unquote circle. Mm-hmm. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And I was like really into Alexis, like coming around in Alexis, like she had the hot fiance, her, her oh. like kid was trans and she came out supporting. And it was beautiful, like, beautiful, 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 post. beautiful Instagram. And post. like, I was like, okay, like that journey from where she started the where I was like, Incredible. wow, so cool. And we now, love... I, now we got to go back. You know, we don't know that we, we got to go we back. We, we just know. know that, you know, she, True. she <laughs> fell in love. <laughs> but John Jansen is sus. Gross. Gross. He's very sus. Yeah. We need to put some Slade smiley glasses mm. on that man because, I mean, that's a maybe some sort of yeah. John Jansen Slade commission. Because, yeah. like, there are some comparisons there that I feel are Do you think not... it's real? Do you think it's fake? I think that they both saw an opportunity and right. sometimes you can like have these things happen and you're just posting about it for attention or not or an lol and then it can grow into something uh, and i don't know i do think that there's an influence here of we can help each other but i wouldn't be surprised if there's also some like weird as fuck like love bombing mm. kind of stuff that they that alexis believes is real 100 percent. and um love bombing is a problem these days it is, is it, has it always it, it been has, or is it di- yeah we just didn't have a word to define yeah. it of course but it's so easy now with like like everything like social media right i mean i haven't yeah. dated i haven't dated in like a hundred years i so. mean technically neither have i okay. but i do believe but that- i just feel like i just like my friends show me shit and i'm like oh my god that's insane oh yeah it's no i think it's always existed it's just the the conversation about it has changed and maybe there's a little bit more empathy 
on um, people saying this thing happened and it's and it's right. real. And it's like can be toxic. Like it, yeah. you know, people are like, oh well, some people are like, oh, you should love it. You're getting all of the attention. It's like, no, dude. Like, no. Where's it coming like a, from? Like, right. let's analyze and it. And where is it going to? Yeah. And what's the power position here? Like, yeah. it's it's just totally. It's not great. So I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Just pray for Shan. Pray, 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 just yeah. send them some love because I'll light my abundance candle. Thank you so much. Mm. Um, real for real. Get some of her lemonade tummy stuff and the the vacuum for your t- like whatever the oh, right. clonic. That, that was the, a lot. That I, I would maybe refocus. Jen took a shit on TV. <laughs> I can't, I can't stop snorting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> people are gonna be. I can hear people raging out. But like, I'm sorry. I just we can't go past that scene. Like, I know. I was like Shannon blocked like, it for a while, and then it just came back to me in a flush. And Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> Shannon being like, "This is my ticket." Like, it's like maybe start with a mug. And it was a huge like, like it was like a Stanley Cup straw. Like and I take and I have a Stanley Cup and I I'm see it. Simple, I'm like, that was I'm up, a Jen. Modern girl. Yeah. As I take a sip, I I just we can't we can't go back to that place. It's mm. just it's too it's too much. But if someone could get in her corner and advise her that like maybe this isn't the approach. Yeah. Um. Maybe again a mug, um, a lemon. Well, I was about to say lemon cocktail. That's not appropriate. Yeah. I'm genuinely not making a joke. I'm trying to think of like like a lemon a lemon scented candle who doesn't love a citrus like mm-hmm. th- i don't know how or well dog that products was. Do- i mean the archie Bador collection yeah. for the gentleman in your life mm-hmm. like for the sweet gentleman in your life yeah. like let's do that S- something I-, I i hope that we've journeyed beyond it but I- again for for anyone who is a hashtag i stand for shan member of our small but mighty community mm-hmm. um in which humor is is that the goal yeah. But like so is empathy and, and just love and yeah. a, a fair amount of concern mm-hmm. regardless over the seasons. We've, yeah. we've seen a lot. We want her to do well. Been a lot, yeah. Um, I just, uh, I'm just preparing myself. Shans can be at the, I mean, upside, she has great uh, job protection. And what excitement building around the season. Yeah. You know, like really but at what stuff. cost? At right. what cost? What, at what cost? Yes. I wonder how this is going to work for Alexis. I really do. I know. She's full time or friend? Um, Don't know. Unclear. She's also, got Tamara and allegedly Vicky is filming. Oh, really? I know. I'm into it. Vicky's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Michael. Okay. Maybe. Okay. He's from Texas. Uh, maybe. Uh, we love Texas. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Yay. She wanted like kind of like a Austin. cowboy. She yeah. wanted a cowboy, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. They, she seems happy, but she always seems happy and then there's a price for that happiness. So hopefully this is a healthy a relationship that she's in i don't think she should ever be full-time again i could be wrong but i'm, I'm okay seeing her like cameo friend of. girl's trip like get vicky on the girl's trip she's uh, i mean she's trip. on everyone but she could be on everyone yeah right why not yeah. i'm into it I, and i also think like, where should Tamara... they go on their next uh trip. girl's trip uh i don't know <laughs> um maybe maybe france yeah that'd be fun. have they done france no i like... they should make them climb a mountain yeah that'll 100 percent happen <laughs> like, i mean aren't they when they're filming regardless true, true true why not do the chateau that beverly hills stayed in that was a good trip we don't talk about it when they were just in that chateau where joe jonas got married the like the oh, i just yeah, keep yeah. saying chateau and like the in somewhere 
somewhere in yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And like it was that. like they were having fun. And unfortunately, Teddy was there, but we made it work. Right, Teddy. Can't. Have you done any Teddy drawing? I drew her when she, like recently, um, she DM'd me right away. And she said. She was like, that little scar on my face. Something like that. Like, oh, God, I don't. I can't believe you captured that or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It, was it wasn't like, related it was, with like any of her. No, 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 no. no. It was like, stuff, it was right? like that's, her that's, chisel. That's she, real and serious. She, oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I okay. wouldn't touch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was like um, her, like, her, like, face was defined or something. And oh, I was like, interesting. And I was like, oh, well, that's what you look like. I, the thing that I love most about Teddy Joe, and there is literally nothing, is the fact that she's, she very much, as everyone does, by the way, this is not something specific to, to Teddy. I'm not like dragging her and pretending that nobody else is like this, is the whole like, I don't need to do it again, yada, yada. But she is so obsessed with getting back on that show. Uh-huh. And also with the like, I have a sense of humor, but when she absolutely flopped at BravoCon. Oh, that was bad. That left its mark. Were we sitting together at that Watch What Happens? No. Because we were we were in the room where it happens when she did the January 6th. Was it at the Bravos? I think it was at, because I went to another taping. Oh, I only went to the Bravos. I remember, I just remember the energy in the room mm. was not with Teddy Joe. Yeah, no. It was a tough journey. And then we heard after she was kind of like losing her shit about the response, which you came in with a canned line. It didn't land. You got to own it, yeah. sweetie. You, you got to own it. Did you hear about how she said like, oh, oh um, like while I was filming the show, like I was dealing with my own infidelity. With <gasps> This is my favorite I, part. And I'm like, that's that's why you shouldn't be on the show. No, but this is my favorite part is the fact that she started to say that yeah. on Watch What Happens uh-huh. as this like big drop. I, mm. And you could see the look in her eyes was like, I'm about to reveal information. So she, she, you know, brought out the thing of like, you know, I was going through my whole thing with like, we had a secret, whatever. And Andy does not ask a follow up. Oh, 100. Because that, that's like annoying. That's like Andy, like you're like annoyed. annoyed. And like he the- didn't want to be a part yeah. of her. And that was a moment where I, one of many where I thought Andrew Cohen Yes. Yeah. She doesn't get the assignment. She doesn't get the assignment and you're not going to play that game. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's like, I don't know, dismissive. It's intentionally so. Just for me and my response, not Andy's behavior. I just really, I was extreme. It's a a good episode Mm -hmm. just in seeing him be like, we're good. Yeah. Like we're, it just, he doesn't play that game in that way. Also, I think she was only on because Kyle wanted her to be on. Yeah, I remember that. It was awkward. It was awkward. It's anyway, all coming back to me now. It is. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Someone play It's All Coming Back to Me yes, Now at this moment song. when you're listening. Yeah. Listen, we were wrapping the episode and then yes. 45 minutes went by. Um, do not apologize. I could keep you here all day, but I guess I got to pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, guys, join the Andy Scrolls Patreon. Three episodes went up this week. So much to discuss. That deep dive with Kevin Fallon about examining the ways that like rage culture and maybe some elements of cancel culture influence our own um, experiences, Bravoholics, let alone content creators. Uh, also a 75 minute reading rainbow episode where I, um, deep dive the New York times piece. I do in fact, read it in full. I do on, of course, Tom Sandoval, how could we forget? Um, hashtag never forget. And just get into, um, a lot of my thoughts and feels while reading that, uh, in full. It's a nice companion piece to the recent episode that went up with our friend, um, Kiki Monique. So that's, 
up as well as uh, a bunch of other stuff, including an episode with Louis Peitzman talking about traders in Morocco, Beverly Hills and Phaedra. It's a little bit of an emotional, vulnerable conversation, Ooh, I love that. which is what happens on the Patreon. Because Do you close the door when that happens? Um, I don't know if I closed the door, but I did get a little verklempt. So it was just a very sweet and um, kind of nuanced conversation about making the decision to share vulnerable aspects of my life on a podcast that often requires that mm. um, and doing that on a podcast about psychology. So it's a I didn't know we were going in that direction, but that's the fun of having a stream of consciousness pod is that sometimes the conversations come up like I never really know what the temperature of an episode is going to be until after it's been edited. Right. So um, so you can listen to those episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. Follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley and Drunk John. Yes. Is anything we left unsaid so much? You got to come back. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. This is so fun. This it's my first so podcast fun. ever. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my debut. Shut up, is it? Yeah. Did I know that? I probably forgot. I'm dumb. No, I don't think I told you. Oh, I was okay, like, great. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you know, I'm saying yes to things. <laughs> say yes. Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. I'm I have to get out for it. more. <laughs> um, well, listen, it was an honor to have you. I'm so excited for you to come back ASAP, including... I mean, when I'm back from France and Rome and Amsterdam. Um, oh, did I tell you I'm going to Amsterdam? Just as a day trip. I love Amsterdam. Just you, as a day trip. I saw a Banksy exhibit there. That was really good. Oh, yeah? Or there's a Van Gogh museum you could do. I'm going to be there for literally, it's uh, going to be Eurostar, three and a half hours, three and a half oh, hours. Nice, I'm though. going to be there for six. Like, I've, I'm going to be technically on the train for longer than the trip, oh. but it's going to be great. Yeah. First time in Amsterdam, just kind of like so cool. take in. Yeah. I just want to kind of go for a walk. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Honestly, people are like, what do you want to do on this trip? Because I haven't um intent, I haven't uh, technically figured it out and I quite literally leave uh, in less than 24 hours. And I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking a lot about those um, artichokes and yeah. Trastevere, mm. which I don't know if that's the correct way to pronounce. I am technically Italian. Um, I just want to have a lot of those artichokes yeah. and um, and take a walk and have a croissant. Yeah. Like, and then your you know, pasta in Rome. Oh, so much pasta oh, and the pizza. So good. Oh, yeah. I'm just really, I had a conversation with my friend Greg who we're doing an Airbnb together in Rome. And I was just like, I'm just really food focused on this trip because I've never oh, been to You should Italy do the before. walking tour, the walking food tour in Paris. I have to send you that. Okay, please send yeah. me that because okay. it's fourth trip to Paris, but like I've, I don't want to repeat stuff yeah, I've yeah. done before. Mm -hmm. Although I will be going to L'Orangerie oh, for yeah. the fourth time because that is just a beautiful mm. space so guys if you're listening to this episode while i am abroad dm me let me know your thoughts and feels and thank you so much for coming on this episode this was a delight thank you for having me all right guys um thanks so much for listening au revoir au revoir and we will chat with les you soon poissons, les poissons. <laughs> <laughs>